money mindset.
um, read the front page of the newspaper. Yeah. It's kind of the, it's almost like scare tactics to, to get them to read it. So it's we're kind of um, and I think it's almost like instant, it's both kind of instant access to anything. Like you you have um, you can look at the you know everyone has a phone in their pocket, like uh, social media and um, kind of that people post things on social media and it's kind of. Um, Do you yes. think it's the case where, because of the nature of millennials, we've grown up with technology, we've grown up with the microwave, yeah. we've grown up with instant messaging. The time it used to take to cook some dinner or to write a letter yeah. was the time that would also transfer into investing and waiting for the long-term returns. Yeah. Because we're used to everything happening so fast, yeah. we want everything to be short-term, exactly. so we're more adverse to not investing because we think, well, what how's my money going to grow in a month or a week rather yeah. than two to three years? Yeah, exactly. So it's that long-term mindset. So, um, yeah, long-term thinking. It's, we're almost, we're in a kind of instant gratification kind of world. It's, it's not our fault. That's just the way we are. Like everything, like you can, any of these books, like you can click on Amazon and get them tomorrow. Like yeah. that's, it's kind of, we live in this kind of instant culture. Um, so to kind of tell people in 20 years' time you're going to be better off than you are today, like that's, that's big, it's quite um, quite a long long way away, and we as humans we've kind of evolved not even to think about because you know when we were kind of um, yeah when we were first started, if you said um, you know you need people didn't live and if you're looking at hundred thousand years ago whenever we evolved we didn't have to live that long, but now we're, it's quite normal for us to live to 70, 80, yeah. 90 years old, so we have to kind of provide for ourselves for our seventy year old self if that makes sense. So, so I think. Like one of the points we're talking about in terms of worrying, the worrying is realizing that you're not going to be 25 to 35 forever. Yeah. At some point, you're going to get to 65. Yeah. And how are you going to live? Yeah. And that's where the advice in your book comes in, where yeah. if you invest now, it's going to make your life a lot easier in the future. Yeah, exactly. So doing the right things today will help you guide your future. Um, and there's also other things, like even like I, I know we laugh about how a uh, pension system is, you, the, the easiest way to get thrown out of a house fight is to start talking about pensions. Mm -hmm. um, but there are ways, things like in the past you'd have, um, like the state would be, you'd have a, a higher state pension, so you'd have that kind of safety net in retirement, or you'd have your company pension, so you, what they call final salary pensions or DB pensions, these are kind of where the company would kind of pay you an income in retirement. You'd have, um, it was much more common for these um, companies to look after you for when you do retire. Um, but now, I mean, these, are, these kind of schemes are kind of few and far between, so you have to kind of look after yourself, so to speak. So also, isn't there not also an element of fear because you might work for a company that disappears before yeah. you even get to the age, Yeah. and then your pension, does that sometimes disappear with it, or? So yeah, pensions can be quite quite um, quite complex, but just think of yourself. So what we're talking about, the, the divine contribution pensions, which are the, the most common pensions today, uh, especially for millennials. These are, just think of it like a piggy bank, so you put money into that piggy bank and that grows over time. So it's essentially the same thing. Because people are like, a lot of people I speak to, they don't even see what's the point of saving because they're not getting anything in return from their, their interests. They're not doing that first step, so not putting money away, getting out of that habit of kind of putting money away for their when they stop working so yeah it's a kind of a combination of all these things that led to kind of um yeah poor money might or a mindset that we can work to improve on so then why is having good money mindset 
what most people need to be working towards? How can it start alleviating some of these mental difficulties? Yeah, I mean, talk, talk to a lot about paying yourself first and setting up automation into your savings. So setting up um, a standing order in your bank account. So as soon as you get paid, that 10% goes off or even more, like 10 to up to 20% of that goes off into an emergency fund. You don't have to think about it. Like these kind of steps, like the first time I had an emergency buffer for three months, I was like, wow, this is, you know, things, it, it was kind of a, quite an epiphany for me where you can actually have these, um, things can happen and it's not going to be the end of the world. Whereas if, if you didn't have that cash buffer, that, there's only a few small things of these domino effects that can happen that can kind of knock you off down a path. Yeah, because they always say that, especially in London or big cities, most people are one to two paychecks away from being homeless. Yeah, so exactly. if you were to lose your job for whatever reason, if you have that emergency fund, that yeah. one to two paychecks becomes three to four, yeah. and then you can start looking for a job. But if you're not thinking long term, you're thinking your world's going to stay exactly the same forever, then yeah. everything hits you with a shock, and that yeah. can be your impact in your mental health as well as your exactly. finances. So I think of, um, there's a guy called Maslow, people talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs where you've got like your basic needs moving up to kind of higher needs. I think money should be up there with kind of your basic needs of like food, water, shelter. If you don't have, like you say, that's a great point with yeah, a few paychecks away from homelessness, if you don't have that kind of cash buffer that that's going to look after you if anything goes wrong, then it, it's quite easy these knock-on effects can mm. really have impact on people's mental health and it's all causing stress and uh, yeah for, especially for millennials today. Also in terms of if we break it down in terms of gender one of the big talking points is around male identity and a lot of men feel like they still need to be providers for their yeah. family but increasingly they're earning less money in comparison to maybe their partner or generally they just can't afford to have that many children they're having. So investing wise is how you can start laying seeds, I guess, yeah, to be yeah. able to feed your family if we carry on the seed analogy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So it is doing the simple things today that's gonna pay off for you in the future. But it's yeah, it's like that coming back to that instant gratification when if I go to the supermarket hungry then I'm more likely to buy the chocolate bar or rather than having kind of a nutritious balanced meal it's good that's gonna serve me long term. Um, it's it's kind of yeah, trying to picture yourself in the future and having knowing how the human brain works uh, and kind of working around that, kind of giving yourself the best chance to um, yeah for your future. Also, it was a good rich dad poor dad example in terms of a lot of people, regardless of age, you can be twenty five, you can be twenty. One day they're thinking, actually, I want to have children. Now you might not be in a position to have children, but if you're in your mind thinking that you want to have children, maybe start investing for those children that aren't here yet yeah, rather yeah. than being a surprise that you're not ready for financially or emotionally yeah so yeah that's a great example so the, you can actually take more risk the younger you are because you can there's more kind of the ups and downs of the market you can ride out so if you're investing for your children you can almost the it's almost counterintuitive it almost doesn't make sense but you can invest kind of in riskier kind of smaller companies or kind of growing emerging markets um for the for the for your children that's going to it, when they retire in 50 years' time, it's, it's had all that time to kind of grow and kind of move the ups and downs of the market rather than, it's kind of a classic example where your grand buys your premium bond, which is mm. kind of a safe option, but it's um, it's kind of almost like the completely wrong thing to do. It's, um, yeah, it's really understanding how markets work and how different assets kind of work with each other to improve your money mindset. Yeah, one of the things that we and my friend was talking about, about if 
your parent or your would-be parent. Try and make sure your children can inherit your wealth rather than your debt. Yeah, exactly. That means both knowledge-wise and financially. Yeah. You're laying the foundation so when they turn 18 and they want to start a business, they don't have yeah. to necessarily go to the bank because you've actually, for 18 years, I've been saving and investing for you. Yeah. Here's your little fund. Let's do some research and see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. But then it kind of brings on to rebalance. So was so the last um, kind of point, the last five-step uh, method is rebalancing. So it's all about having kind of that balance in your life. So um, yeah, kind of mind, body, and soul to have that kind of balance. But rebalance is the most complicated of the five steps to explain. But it's also the most important. So it reminds me of I go if I go to a party, for instance. My, my girlfriend at uh, the time, uh, last week she would say, Neil, we need to leave at the height of the party, quarter to 12. Like, why am I just like, why are we leaving now? Um, the, the drinks are flowing, everyone's having a good time. But by leaving that party early, it meant we'd catch the last train home, um, get wake up the next morning productive, and kind of actually do something with our day. But I call my mate, he's gone to the, um, stayed at the party, then gone to somewhere else, and kind of, there's a kind of a pile, as a, kind of the lights turn on at the end of the night, there's kind of a pile to the end of the market, or, or the end of the party, sorry, which is similar to like the markets, everyone, if there is a crash, everyone kind of piles out of the market and it's that loss aversion kind of kicking in. Um, but if you systematically rebalance, so you, you kind of set up automatically where at the every year you, you rebalance your assets to put your assets back into the, the football formation that's right for you, then that's um, one way to really grow your, your portfolio without um, even thinking about doing it's all so like we say the best thing to do is to kind of make it as easy as possible for mm. the, the listeners and the viewers to um, yeah to make it as easy as possible and by systematically rebalancing you can do this automatically in your it, it, yeah it's one of the most powerful things you can do so Neil already touched on that was the last chapter that we spoke about from his book but in our next episode we're literally going to talk all the episode <coughs> about his book but from our other chapters we've broken down all of the five points that kind of gives you some advice but make sure you read the book make sure you listen to the next episode slash watch the next episode and you're going to get all the information and guidance you need to maybe start investing or at least thinking about your future so once again make sure you can follow us on social media thank you for watching and we'll see you again another day thank you so much this is millennial money mindset so if you want to follow us we're on millennial money mindset on instagram or you can on facebook or um the book millennial money mindset is out on amazon kindle thank you so much please continue to like and subscribe to millennial money mindset my name is neil doig i'm the ceo and founder of money tips if you don't, can't have the if you want the fruits you need the roots Yeah. I think that sounds alright.